Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 208 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you with us on the program today. We are gathering wonderful, powerful, influential leaders from all over the globe, and we're focusing on big-time development. Today, we're going to challenge you to think bigger, farther, higher than you have in 2016. Why? Because you cannot possess or achieve something for which you are not believing or expecting. We're talking about the power of positive expectancy. Well, I'm grateful to have you with us today. It's always an honor to come into your life, come into your home, come into your earbuds, (laughs) whatever it is you do to consume and listen to our show. We're grateful. We are quickly approaching the end of another year and For some reason, it is at this time that we tend to look at our lives in compartments, so to speak. It's at the end of the year where we assess, we take account, we evaluate our lives in the context of the year that is ending. It's also at the end of the year where we often commit to new goals and maybe new habits, activities that would potentially create a more prosperous or more significant outcome for us should we successfully execute on those plans. Well, in our year-end episode coming up here in a couple of weeks, that will be episode number 212, I'm going to be sharing some key ideas on how to effectively take your life to the next level. And by that, I'm talking about goals and aspirations and strategic planning, things like that. But in this episode, I want to expand a little more on the idea that what you see is what you get. Specifically, we're talking about the power of positive expectancy. Well, setting goals is of paramount importance if one is going to succeed and make a difference in this world. However, Goals or targets that we shoot for can be and oftentimes are misaligned. They might be irrelevant to where we are or where we need to be going in life. They may be completely disconnected from the true heart and desire within a person. Let me explain. If a person sees themselves as being average, ordinary, or maybe having a limited value or worth, They will set goals proportionate to their skewed and off-centered view rather than on the deep desires of their heart, the dreams they hold, or their actual potential. If a person sees, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, if they see money or wealth as being, well, that's for those other people, well, then their financial aspirations will be limited to the level they deem themselves worthy of or capable of achieving. So setting goals, albeit necessary and important and even critical to success, 
there's some subjectivity there that if we don't deal with these variables, we might have a problem because if you're setting goals based on a limited viewpoint, then you're setting goals far too short of what you should be shooting for. Here's another way of looking at this. If a person expects that they're going to struggle in their new year in some area of their life, well, guess what? They will. I know that's so profound, isn't it? If you expect for your sales to drop or be less in the new year than they are have been this year, you expect for your business's bottom line to be effective negatively next year. Well, it will. What you expect is so important. If you expect your marriage to continue in the downward spiral it's been in the last few months, well, guess what? Your marriage is going to suck next year. Why? Because what you see is what you get. What you set your expectations on is what tends to show up in your life. What you set your mind on is where you point your life. And where you point your life, I promise you, you're going to wind up at the destination you determined when you started the journey. Listen, I I fly airplanes and I love uh, doing so. And there are all kinds of interesting navigational tools and equipment that we can use. Uh, There's old school steam gauges. There's the newer stuff, which is based on satellite data and GPS and what have you. In any event, no matter how you uh, fly an airplane with whatever type of equipment, you have the ability to point your your markers, your beacons, your target in a particular direction. And I promise you, that thing's going to be on autopilot. And wherever you tell it to go, that's where it's going to go. And so what you see is what you get, what you expect out of life you're going to get, what you expect 2017 to be in uh, proportion to or in relationship to what 2016 was. That's exactly what it's going to be. So my challenge for you today you have to set your expectations in a different place. Uh, what we did last year is not good enough. The next level requires more. The next level offers more. And so expectations, that's what we're going to talk about here for a few minutes. I want to give you five factors that I really do think affect your expectations and how they work themselves out. In other words, these are five areas where uh These are going to determine how you set your expectations. Number one, obviously, the beliefs that you hold. The beliefs that you hold, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you hold to be true is how you're going to behave, how you're going to set your life, how you're going to make decisions and key strategic moves. Uh, The beliefs you hold, what you believe about relationships, what you believe about friendships, marriage, women, men, children, what you believe about money, what you believe about business, what you believe about opportunity, what you believe about God, all of those core underlying undergirding beliefs are going to set your expectations in a very real way. So what am I saying? Well, if you need your expectations to go to the next level, then belief is one of the things you need to examine to see what beliefs are holding you back and keeping you from taking and setting your expectations higher than you have in the past. This is a factor that you must deal with. The second factor that affects your expectations is the information that you take in, the information you allow to inseminate your mind and your heart and your psyche. So here's the deal. Uh, Back in the month of June 2016, I decided... I really felt compelled, frankly, 
to turn off all media, to turn off the news. I I literally unbookmarked the my favorite news networks online. I turned off the television. I watched no sitcoms. I watched no dramas. I watched definitely no news. I didn't watch any campaign speeches. I didn't watch any debates. I didn't want to deal with any of that because I sensed that I was on information overload and the information that I was exposing myself to was actually intoxicating me. I want you to get that. So toxic is a condition. Being toxic is a condition that will ultimately kill you if you allow the wrong stuff in your system to a large enough degree. And I'm telling you that we are constantly being bombarded with overkill when it comes to information. By the way, most of what we're being told in the news and in society is not even relevant, and certainly most of it's not even accurate or true. We are being told what someone wants us to believe in order to further an agenda that we didn't set. I want you to get that. We are being told what someone wants us to believe in order to further an agenda that we did not set. And so you must put up filters. You must turn off the radio, turn off the television. You must choose the voices that you open your mind and your spirit and your heart to because, listen, what you allow in is going to intoxicate you. So you can either be intoxicated with positive thoughts, hopeful thoughts, uh, faith-filled thoughts, forward-thinking thoughts, big picture, big ideas, big money thoughts, or you can believe all the crap, and yes, I'm going to say crap on this episode, you can believe all the crap that's being blown at you by everybody out there that wants you to think that life is over, life sucks, everything's terrible, uh, my gosh, you know, Rome is burning and you can't do anything about it and you might as well just settle into misery and gloom and doom. The information you take in is very much determining how you set your expectations concerning tomorrow, next month, next year, the next 10 years. Listen to me. Uh, Just please hear me. (laughs) Listen to me. Uh, Listen to me. Linda, Linda. If you haven't seen that video, go up, go on Google and our YouTube and look up Linda. Listen to me. (laughs) Listen to me. The information that you are consuming is so important. Here's, Here's my thing. The beautiful thing about podcasts and blog posts and what have you is, is that you can choose what, who, when, and where you listen to it. You turn on the Bloomin' Radio and you're going to get whatever they're spewing out at you. You turn on the TV, you're going to get whatever they're spewing out at you. But what you can do is go into iTunes or Stitcher or one of these other areas and you can hand pick, you can cherry pick. The positivity, the messages, the faith-filled stuff, the building up stuff that you want to hear in order to build up your expectations for greatness, for good things, for positive impact, and for maximum influence in your life. So number one, the beliefs you hold. Number two, the information you take in. The third factor that very much impacts your expectations are the people in your life. Now, we're coming to the end of a new year, and I want to just challenge you as you are looking to take your life, your leadership to the next level. I say this often. I'm going to say it again. Not everybody who is hanging out in your world is qualified to go with you to the next level. Some people simply are not willing to adjust, to change, to shift their own beliefs, to to address the brokenness within them. 
They they say they want you to succeed, but in order to relate to them on this new level, they're going to have to make some adjustments, and not everybody is willing to do that. And guess what? You have to be willing to leave them behind if necessary. You say, Brian, oh my gosh, that's painful. That's harsh. I'm not saying you diss them or you kick them to the curb or you don't love them and care about them. Maybe do dinner with them once in a while, but here's the piece. I go back to number two. If you have negative, pessimistic Uh, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence or in somebody else's yard kind of people in your life, you don't need to expose yourself to those relationships. You need to get out of there. Find people who will build you up. Find people who will hold you accountable. I'm going to talk just for a moment here as it relates to the people in your life. If you don't have a mastermind group that you are a part of that are speaking into your life, challenging you to go higher, holding you accountable, calling you on the carpet when your attitude is stinking, all right? You need those kind of people who will love you to life, the people in your life. That's number three. Beliefs you hold, the information you take in, number two. Number three, the people in your life. That's a major factor. Number four, the fourth factor is the words that you speak. Listen, I don't understand why we just can't get this through our thick heads, but there is such a thing as self-fulfilling prophecy. You can call it all kinds of different things, but let's just call it self-fulfilling prophecy. You have creative power. I'll talk more about that in a few moments, but literally what you say moves things in the atmosphere. What you say actually is registered in the heavens. Your word has power. Your words, the things you say about yourself, about others, about life, about possibilities, the words that you speak literally set things in motion. And the words that you speak, they are a major factor in how your expectations unfold for you in life. I I don't want negative talking people around me. By the same token, I want people around me who, if I start talking stuff and nonsense, I want them to say, dude, your attitude stinks, man. Do you hear what you're saying? I want them to make me aware of the words that are coming out of my mouth that might be keeping me from moving into the more more beautiful expression, the more beautiful possibilities, the, the incredible wealth and the things that are waiting for me at the next level. The words that you speak. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear people say, I'm thick and tired of all this. I'm, t- I'm just exhausted. I'm tired. I'm just, I'm miserable. I'm so angry. I'm, 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 I'm. Listen, be aware of the words that are coming. Do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? To quote a nice movie. Listen to what you're saying. The Bible in- instructs us to capture and take captive thoughts and words. We have to literally bridle our tongue. In fact, the wisest man that ever lived, King Solomon, said this. He said, don't you get it? That your tongue can set a forest ablaze. It can start a fire that will burn stuff down. By the same token, what you say can create beautiful things and create opportunities and create wonderful doors to open for you. Be aware of the words that you speak. The fifth factor that absolutely shapes your expectations is your level of faith. Now, I use the word level here, not for the sake of comparison or trying to say 
well, my level is greater than your level. No. Where is your trust in God? Where do you truly have faith and confidence that what God has said about your life, about your money, about your provisions, about your family, about your marriage, about your business, about your ministry, do you do you really truly believe at a heart level that what he says is absolute and everything else is a lesser truth at best? Do you trust that if God has said, this is what I've set before you, that he is going to lead you and guide you into all of that in a very powerful and beautiful way? See, here's the thing about that. Now, some of you I know maybe don't have a relationship with God. Remember, you don't you don't profess Christ as your Lord, and that's okay. Your level of faith in something bigger than you has to be significant because your faith in the unknown, your faith in the, the not yet seen has much to do with how you see your future. It is all about your expectations. I love... The scripture, it's a wonderful scripture that says faith is the substance. Substance means tangible. You can hold it in your hand. It's the substance of things that we hope for, and it's the evidence, which means it's admissible in the court of law. It's the evidence of things that I can't see. Now, that is such incredible language because most courts in our world If you said, I have evidence to present, and the judge would say, well, present your evidence. Well, I don't really have it. You can't really see it, but I have it. They would throw you out of the courtroom because evidence should be tangible and seen. And in the faith context, it is because, see, here's the thing. There is an invisible world wherein all of the possibilities, all the promises, all the good things that are available to you have already been granted to you. They're yours. They have your name on them. They're designated and set apart for you. And the only thing that causes those things to come into our reality in the earthen realm and time and space is for me to exercise belief and faith in the invisible, and then by doing so, I cause the invisible to become visible. I know I'm getting rather theological on you here, but listen to me. The faith that you have in something bigger than you is a critical factor in whether or not you are setting your expectations on things outside of your normal scope. Five factors that affect your expectations. The beliefs you hold, the information you take in, the people in your life, the words that you speak, and your level of faith in God. Listen, the best time to have sincerely evaluated each of these areas was, oh, let's say a year ago. The second best time to really take time to evaluate these and consider these and work with these is right now. I know it sounds great in theory, but you've got to do some work. You've got to set some time aside so that you can foster a higher level of expectation concerning this new year that we're facing right now. Your ability to expect more is directly determined by the factors we've just talked about. And if you want to shift your life and if you want to catapult your leadership and your influence to a different level, then setting your expectations at a much higher level is altogether imperative. Now, I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about goals before the year ends. 
But today I want to emphasize the importance of getting the space between your head or your ears sorted out. I want to call on you to take one hour, just an hour, over the next six or seven days. we got some holidays coming up here. Whenever you can do it, as soon as you can do it, take time. Take an hour to go through these factors, the beliefs you hold, the information you take in, the belief, the people in your life, the words that you speak, and your level of faith, and write some things out. Journal those out. If you're a Christian, ask the Holy Spirit to help you assess where you really are with each of those key factors. And I believe it'll make a huge difference in your life. Now, now that we've looked at the factors that determine our expectations, let's talk for a moment about the power of positive expectancy. One of the most powerful things that I've ever learned and come to realize is that God has given each of us the power to create out of nothing. That's right, out of nothing. Now, my worldview and my deep belief is that we were created in God's image and we were created just like God. In fact, Genesis chapter number one tells us very clearly that we were created in God's image and in his likeness, meaning we look like him and we are like him, meaning we have the same creative qualities and powers that he has. Think about this. In creation, Genesis 1, if you if you believe in creation, hopefully you do because this won't make sense if you don't, but, but just go there with me for a moment. In creation, God thought a thought. He undoubtedly believes and had faith in his own power and character to perform what that thought was. And then... He said, he spoke words, let there be, and the Bible tells us that whatever he said let there be to, it it was. It just, boom, out of nothing, boom. Can you say, boom with me? He literally called things that did not exist in time and space, yet existed in the invisible world, and really, more importantly, existed in the power of his mind and of his thought. And out of nothing, whatever he said came to be. I am convinced, ladies and gentlemen, that there was not a lick of hope involved in these creative statements of his. In other words, I I don't think God said, well, let there be fill in the blank. And then he sat back and started chewing his fingernails and said to himself, gosh, man, I really hope this thing works out. I hope this I hope this thing like shows up really because I, you know, I'm hoping I'm really hoping this works. I really I'm going to give this a shot and I hope it works. No, man. He thought it, he believed it, he said it, and because of his absolute expectancy that what he said, what he believed, and what he thought was going to show up, it showed up, and we all get to benefit from it. He fully expected that what was in his mind would manifest in time and space. Some of you guys are like freaking out of me right now. Okay, so let's go to the Bible and let's let's lay out a foundation for this here real quickly. The Bible says that Abraham, who by the way is the only person in scripture that was ever ever called the friend of God. Abraham, the Bible says called those things that were not as though they already were. Bam. What what? what? That's right. Abraham did not have to see the tangible result before he thought the thought, believed the thought, and said as if it, he talked about the future in the present 
tense. Do you get that? He talked about what did not exist as though it already existed. And because he said those words, what did not exist became a reality to him. That's craziness. Well, the Bible also says, if you say with your mouth and believe in your heart, what you see or you will see what you said. So here's the thing. It's one thing to go around blabbing, oh, man, I want to see this. I want to do this. I'm dreaming about this. You know, I really have this idea for business. I'm blah, blah, blah. You can talk all you want, but what you say must be aligned with what you truly believe in your heart, meaning you can't just say the words. You have to have set your expectations in a place of sincerity and integrity from deep within. I've already mentioned this one, Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, it's one thing to write out goals and dreams or to talk about them with people we do life with, but the more important thing is this. What are you truly expecting? What do you really expect to show up for your life, for your marriage, for your job, your business, your ministry, your money? Talk is cheap, but what is really, truly in your heart of hearts? Here's another exercise for you. I want you to just write these down when you get a chance or go back to this podcast and maybe go to the show notes and and cut and paste these so you can work through them. But I want you to answer these questions and do it from a place of honesty and transparency and integrity. Number one, what do I want for my life in 2017? And go through all the areas of your life. What do you want? Now, this, this is not a place to set goals. Just say, you know, I want to have a better marriage. I want to have a net worth of... $500,000 clear. I want to own a new airplane. Now, that's not a goal. That's just a want right now, okay? So what do you want for your life? Describe these in detail. The next thing is, why are these things important to me? Really? What? I mean, are they even important to me, really? I mean, we say we want things, but are they really important? And if so, why are they important? Third question. What obstacles, internal or external, have I allowed to negatively impact my expectations in these areas? So I suspect that some of the things that you want in your life, you wanted this time last year. Why did they not show up? Well, it's because somehow your ex, what's truly inside of you, the GPS of your heart, your expectations are not really set on these things. You want them, but you're not expecting them. What obstacles, internal or external, have I allowed to negatively impact my expectations in these areas? Fourth question, what am I willing to do about this? (laughs) Are you willing to grapple with whatever the negative thing is and eradicate that and move it out and replace it with positive expectancy? Fifth question, am I willing to dump the distractions, disconnect from the naysayers and discontinue the negative self-talk that's holding me back. Am I willing? Yes or no? And if so, who am I going to allow to hold me accountable to do this? Here's my charge to you in this episode today. Set your mind on bigger and better things. Believe for all that God has planned for your life. Don't just settle for half of it. Don't settle for a wee bit if you're Irish, man. No, man. Set your mind and your expectations that I'm going to have everything that God has designated for me and for my life and for my family. Expect 
that good, no, 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 let me, let me rephrase that. Expect that great things are coming your way in 2017. The power of positive expectancy. Well, let's be honest, traditional goal setting just doesn't work. We all start out with good intentions, but along the way, we get distracted, we get discouraged. And in this episode, we've talked about some of that. But if you're serious about achieving what matters most, you probably need a different approach. My my friend and colleague and New York Times bestselling author, Michael Hyatt, has a proven five-step process that will help you get clear get motivated and get started on the path toward achieving your most important goals. It's called five days to your best year ever. It's a beautiful coaching program. It's, it's a phenomenally packaged program. Last year alone, over 7,000 people went through this program and there are some incredible stories of people experiencing incredible transformations in their life, all areas of their life. Now you guys know that I don't normally promote other people's products, but this program has impacted my life, my business, my ministry in a very personal and a very powerful way. Yes, I am one of those who has taken this course, been coached by Michael in this area and experienced some very tangible, very measurable next level results because of this process. I want you to experience the same thing. I want to invite you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash best year ever. Again, brianholmes.com forward slash best year ever. Enroll in this course. Make a commitment to yourself. Now, there's a catch. It's only open for a very short period of time. After that, Michael closes it down so he can focus on supporting the new class of people going through the program in 2017. If, if you know deep down that you're capable of more, but you felt stuck not knowing how to experience the kind of breakthrough you deserve and that you desire. Again, I'm imploring you, go to brianholmes.com forward slash best year ever. brianholmes.com forward slash best year ever. The registration for this course is only open for a short period of time, so don't miss out. Well, you can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 208, brianholmes.com forward slash 208. And I want to, as always, say that I'm grateful for you being a part of our community yet another year. And man, we've got some powerful, amazing, off the chain things planned for 2017. So you need to stick around. If you've not done so already, subscribe to our weekly email updates. Uh, That will allow you to keep in close contact with all the things we're going to be announcing and sharing and launching in the new year, and we want you to be a part of that. Also, we encourage you, as you are wrapping up this year, share this episode with your friends on social media. Just let somebody know. Say, hey, check out what Brian is doing at brianholmes.com. It's worth your time. It is worth your effort. Now, we're coming close now to the new year. And many of you are looking for a way to take your life, your leadership, your ministry, your business, your family, just every part of you to a different level. 
And I have found no greater arrangement, no greater opportunity than being a part of a community of like-minded people to help you do that. I've been a part of a mastermind group now for three or four years, and I will tell you that not only has it helped me emotionally, spiritually, financially, quite honestly, it's just made me a better man because I have people that I love. I have people that I care for. I have people that I do life with every single week. I have people that hold me accountable, and then I have the the opportunity to pour into their life and add out of my wisdom, out of my experience, and add value and give back to them. It's really a biblical concept. It's a timeless concept. And if you ask me, more than ever before in society, we need each other. A mastermind group is such a special and such an effective way of doing just that. I lead a very special mastermind group. We call it the Strategic Influencers Mastermind Group, and we have a couple of openings before we close the year out, and we would like to encourage you to consider applying for one of those seats. You say, Brian, what do you mean applying? Well, here's the thing. I want to make sure it's the right fit for you. I want to make sure that we can serve you and and meet the needs and the desires that you particularly have in this season of your life. And I also want to make sure that you're a right fit for us because we have a, a particular standard, a particular mindset, a philosophy, if you will, about who it is we want in this group. I'm not trying to be exclusive or, ex, uh, or, or try to be some sort of elitism deal, but here's the thing, compatibility and congruency and agreement and, and all those things are so important when you're doing a life with people on this level. I want to invite you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. On that page, you're going to find a good deal of information about our group and how we operate. You'll also find a link to an application. My assistant, Val Kleppen, will receive that, contact you, and set up a private phone call between me and you where we can actually together explore the possibilities of you being a part of the Strategic Influencers Mastermind Group. We would love for you to do that. If you're on the fence, if you've been wondering, gosh, what do I need to do to go to the next level? This might be for you. And if it is, I would love to talk to you about that. A few closing thoughts. Some of you are of the mindset, you know, I just need a miracle in my life. I'm really hoping for a miracle. Let me just tell you, I believe in miracles. I've seen many of them. I've seen supernatural miracles. I've seen life miracles. I've seen practical miracles. I've seen all kinds of miracles. I believe in miracles. And if you're hoping for one, I have great news for you. What we talked about today, the power of positive expectancy, very much plays a part in the miracles that show up in our life. In fact, the spirit of expectancy is the breeding ground for the miraculous. I want to encourage you, get your mind and your heart set on what is truly possible. And miracles, the ones you're hoping for, the ones you're desiring, the ones you really need, those miracles will show up in your life. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com 
and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.